0: The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams from the service already in progress. So because of Adam and Eve's disobedience, because they had a choice, They had a choice to make concerning the two ways of life and they chose the way of death. God decided in Genesis chapter three, verse 24, Well, actually verse 23, God began to reason. He says, therefore, the Lord God, he sent Adam out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. He sent him out. In other words, he put him out. He expelled him. So God drove out the man. He drove out Adam and Eve from the garden. And he placed cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way. That's the operative word, beloved. It's the first time the word way appears in the Bible. He placed cherubims and flaming swords that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Why did God need to guard the way to the tree of life? Because God reasoned within himself and said, man must be expelled from the garden lest he, he, he walks down that way that leads to the tree of life and he stretched forth in his hand, take up the tree and eat and live forever. Live forever in a sinful condition. Live forever feeling guilt and shame. Live forever with remorse Live forever in fear. Live forever trying to escape the presence of the Lord. Beloved, that's no way to live. That's no way to live. You can make a choice. And the choice is yours. The psalmist says there was only two ways of life. And the Lord knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Glory to God. So Adam and Eve were expelled from the garden because they were rebellious, because they were irresponsible. Even when God gave them an opportunity to own up to their disobedience, to own up to their sin, they both tried to explain it away. They both made excuses. So because of their irresponsibleness, because of the rebellion, God could no longer, could no longer allow Adam and Eve to travel The way of life that led to the tree of life. And as a result, they began to die. When you're not walking the way of the righteous, there's a degree of death operating in you because you're walking the way of the ungodly. When you walk the way of the ungodly, you are slowly but surely dying, not only physically, but you are dying spiritually. God says, I've set before you this day, Deuteronomy. He says, I call you to record this day that I set before you life and death. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. Choose the way of life and live. When you're traveling down the way of life, then you're living. You're living with the life of God. And God takes his life in you and he multiplies his life in you from one degree to another degree. But when you're walking the way of the ungodly, you are slowly but surely dying. God never intended for Adam and Eve to die. When God created Adam and Eve, God intended for them to live forever. But because they chose the way of the ungodly, then they begin to little by little die. And 900 And 30 years later, Adam died. People are still dying. All because of Adam's sin. All because of the choice he made. And I'm telling for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. The truth be told, there's only two ways of even looking at life. You can have a God-centered point of view. And that God-centered point of view will always lead to life or you can have a man-centered point of view. When you have a God-centered point of view about life, then you'll allow God and his word to inform the things you believe, to inform the things you do, to inform the very values you embrace. When you have a, god views, a God-centered a god rather view of life. I don't know about you, beloved, but I want God and his word to inform everything that I believe in life. I want God to inform me about even my politics. I don't want my politics to be based on the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. I want my politics to be based on what God said. I want my politics to be based on God's word. This is having a God-centered view of life. And if it's not based on the word of God, then we have to ask ourselves, are we still traveling down the way of the righteous or have we somehow slipped upon the way of the ungodly? You see, man's view of life always leads to death because it's based on selfishness. It's based on self-love. It's based on man idolizing himself as God. But my Bible says you shall have no other God before you. It's time to understand. There's only two ways. And we need to ask ourselves, which path are we traveling? And we're traveling the path of righteousness. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. Or we're traveling the path of the ungodly. And the path of the ungodly, the psalmist says, and the ungodly shall perish. Glory to God. So, there's only two ways of looking at life, and the truth is, there's only two ways of life. Plain and simple. This is not a difficult message to understand. Only two ways of life it's the way of the righteous, and it's the way of the ungodly. It's the way of the righteous and the way of the ungodly. So, which way are you traveling? Are you lost? Do you know where you're going? Or are you in disobedience or rebellion like Adam and Eve? There's only two ways to go. And you've got to decide right now which way you want to go. You've heard the saying, a very popular saying, that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Good intentions, false religions. People embrace false religions. People embrace misguided philosophies. People embrace all kind of bad, ungodly ideas because they sound right, they feel right. Sometimes they appear to be right. But if we're not basing our decisions and our commitments on God and his word, we can easily find ourselves walking down the path of, of the ungodly. You see, Proverbs says, in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, and then it strongly emphasized again this same verse in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25. There the writer of the Proverbs says, there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. Now God repeated that verse. Anytime a verse is repeated in the word of God, it's because there's a strong emphasis that God wants us to, to, to be made to us to understand this is a truth that we need to embrace and not allow it to escape us. There is a way that seemed right unto a man, but because it seems right doesn't mean it is right. It seems right, but it leads to death. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends thereof, the ends thereof, they lead to death. I want to live. You want to live. And I don't know about you, but it's not enough for me because something seems right. You know, everything that glitter isn't gold. Everything that shines bright isn't true. So be careful about those, those things that seem right. Well, it seems to me, you might say, but what did God say? What does his word say? Don't get caught up with those things that seem right unto you because the ends thereof could be the ways of death. There's so many false religions right now. And what is religion? Religion is man's search for God, and why do you keep searching for God when God's already searched out for you? Why do you wanna get on a path searching for God when you can be on his path, and it's, that's called the path of righteousness? False religions. And if it's religion, it's probably false in the first place because this isn't about religion. This is about God. This is about having a relationship with God. And when you have that relationship with God, the that says, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous. He didn't say the Lord knows your religion, but he knows the way of the righteous. And then we have all kind of misguided philosophy, man-made philosophies. And we began to, Build our lives around those things. We begin to stand on those things. Not realizing they're nothing more than sinking sand. Not realizing that that road we're traveling is filled with potholes. It's filled with, with all kind of pitfalls. Humanistic philosophies. Evolutionists. People want to tell you that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old, when God tells us in His Word that this Earth we live on is just a little over 6,000 years old, huh? And why did He tell us that? They'll even tell us there it wasn't anything true about creation, but this thing's about evolution. They'll tell us some amphibian washed ashore from the sea. And somehow evolved to become a monkey. And from a monkey became a chimpanzee. From a chimpanzee became a gorilla. And from a gorilla he became man. I don't know about you. But I am not derivative. I do not derive from a monkey. I derived from God the same way God formed Adam out of the dust of the ground. He breathed into his nostril, and Adam became a living soul. That same God breathed the breath of life in my mother's womb. And I came forth out of her womb, made in the image and after the likeness of God. Glory to God. But we have a choice. We have a choice. Which road are you going to travel? There are only two ways of life. You know Jesus when he taught the sermon on the mount, that was a long sermon by the way. He got to a portion of that sermon as recorded in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, where he talked about two gates. The same way there's two ways of life, there're two gates that every one of us have to pass through in order to get on the way of life or the way of the ungodly. He said there were two gates. That's what he said. He said one way leads to life and the other way leads to death. But he encouraged his listeners during that sermon, Jesus is enter by the straight gate. In other words, that narrow gate, Enter by the straight gate. For wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there are that go therein. Many went on to say, but because straight is the gate, in other words, narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who enter therein. What was the Lord saying? He was pretty much saying this, can you imagine yourself traveling down a path? You travel down this path in life and then you come to a point on that path where there's two gates. One gate is very narrow. The other gate is very broad. And you look over that gate that's very broad and you see a whole lot of people, a whole lot of people traveling that way. But that little narrow gate, that straight gate, You look over that straight gate and you see few people. What was the Lord saying? What was the Lord saying? He was saying that broad way. In other words, that broad gate is a broad way. And on that broad way, there are many people. Many people. Many traveling don't know where they're going. Many traveling not realizing where they're going to end up at. But the straight gate. He said the straight gate is a difficult gate. And this is why a lot of people don't choose the straight gate. They don't choose the narrow way. The narrow way is the way way of the righteous. Why don't we choose the narrow way? Because that way can be steep sometimes. It can be hilly sometimes. Sometimes there'll be rocks in the path. and Those rocks are called tests, trials, temptations, tribulations, and maybe a little suffering. But God uses all of that to make us who we are, to make us more like him. And it leads to life. It leads to life. You know, a lot of folks like to go along with the crowd. But I, I, listen here. I highly recommend to you, stop following the crowd And you follow the cloud, follow the cloud of God, follow the glory of God, the spirit of God. Follow that because everybody is not right, but God is all right. So he says, enter in at the straight gate. So what is the way of the righteous that leads to life? What is the way? What is the way? Can you imagine being lost? You know, Adam and Eve could have asked that question to themselves before the serpent beguiled Eve and both of them disobeyed God. They could have asked themselves that question, what is the way? Jesus said, John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh to the Father but by me. The prophet Isaiah also said these words. He says, when you're on the way, he says, your ears will hear behind you. The word said to you, this is the way. Walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. When you would turn to the right, when you would turn to the left, there's too much turning to the right, too much turning to the left, but we need to set our faces as flint and stay on the path call the way of the righteous for the lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish so jesus says i am the way a lot of folks have a problem with that he didn't say i am a way he says i am the way i am the way the truth and life so jesus doesn't show you the way Listen to me very carefully. Jesus doesn't show you the way. Jesus is the way. Did you hear that? He doesn't show me the way. He is the way. And as long as I'm in him and he's in me, then I'm on the path to righteousness. So he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Salvation is in a person. Make no mistake about it. It isn't in a church doctrine. It isn't in a church creed. It isn't in the four walls of a building. Salvation is in a person. And if you don't have the person in your life, then you're not on the path of righteousness. Paul says, nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know in whom I believe. I know in whom I believe. Paul then says, I know in what I believe. No, no, no. He said, I know in whom I believe. And he is able, and I'm persuaded, he's able to keep that that have committed unto them against that day. We believe in a person. The source of our righteousness is a person. The source of our life is a person. It's a person. You gotta have the Lord in your life. If you're gonna be on the path the, called the way of righteousness. So in closing, we need to understand something. There's only two ways of life. Only two ways. The psalmist says, "Is the way, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous." That's the first way. Then there's a second way, and the way of the ungodly. So ask yourselves this question: Which way are you traveling down? Are you on the way of the righteous, or are you on the way of the ungodly? Jesus is not many one in many ways. You know a lot of religious. Religions will want you to believe that. Some religions will actually say we believe in Jesus. He was a great teacher. He's a great prophet. But we don't think he's the way. The way. Jesus is not one of many ways. Beloved, he's the only way. He is the only way to heaven. If you want to go to heaven when you die, make this as plain as I can. If you want to go to heaven when you die, then Jesus is the only way. Every other way is called the broad way that leads to destruction. It's the way of the ungodly. But Jesus is the only way to heaven. Not the Ten Commandments. Not religion. Not the golden rule. Not even church membership. The only way to go to heaven the only way to be on the way of the righteous and wake up in the presence of God after you die is be on the path the way of the unrighteous and Jesus is the way Jesus is not only the way he is the truth Jesus is the life you need to have Jesus Christ in your life. And if Jesus Christ isn't in your life, then you'll find yourself like Adam and Eve. Oh, their eyes were open, They understood good and evil, but they saw that they were naked. They were ashamed, filled with remorse and anguish, hiding from the presence of God. You don't want to live your life looking over your shoulder. Live your life in guilt and fear. Live your life escaping the presence of the Lord. We want to live our lives where we are filled with the presence of the Lord. And that's on the way of the righteous. Glory to God. But Jesus is the way. I am the way. And this is what one of the disciples asked him. He had says, well... I'm going and where I'm going, you cannot go. And his disciple asked him, where are you going? Why can't we go? Jesus says, I am the way. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. No man. So if you want to go to heaven when you die, If you want to make peace with your maker, be at peace with your maker. God himself. Jesus says, I am the way. The truth and the life. Let us pray. Father, thank you for giving us a choice. The way of the righteous and the way of the ungodly. The way of the righteous leads to life. The way of the ungodly leads to death. Father help us to live and not die. Help us to lavish ourselves and luxuriate in the abundance that Jesus offers us. He said I am come to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. Lord open the eyes of your people and show them this truth. It's not about the Ten Commandments. It's not about the golden rule. It's not about your church creed or doctrine. It's not about church membership. It's all about a person. Salvation is about a person. And that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus, open our minds and our hearts. Fill us with the revelation of truth that we may be in right standing with our Father which is in heaven Help us to stay on the path, pursuing the way of righteousness, so that heaven might be our home. In Jesus' name. There it is, beloved. It's that simple. You want to be saved? You want your life to change? You want to make sure you go to heaven when you die? Then there's only two ways in life the way of the righteous and the way of the ungodly but the choice is yours by choosing Jesus Christ you can be set for sure on the way of the righteous because he promised to make you the righteousness of God in Christ if you would simply confess with your mouth believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus Christ from the dead you shall be saved everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, with the heart, you believe unto righteousness. Why? You're on the way of the righteous. And with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's what it's all about. That's where it begins. Making a decision to be on a path where you receive more of God's life rather than being on a path where you're receiving one degree of death to another degree of death. Choose life. You wanna live, beloved, not die. You wanna live. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. And according to his plan and purpose for your life, God will approve your way. He will give you favor on your way. He will watch over you on the way of righteousness. But if you choose the other way, the way of the ungodly, then you're on your own. You're on your own. You don't wanna live like that where you're expelled from the presence of the Lord because you chose death rather than life. But you wanna live your life in righteousness. The Lord is our righteousness. He who knew no sin was made sin for us that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Be encouraged. And just know life doesn't have to be complicated, it's pretty simple. It's only two ways. Which way do you choose? I made up my mind a long time ago, I was choosing the way of the righteous because it leads to life and I encourage you to do the same Jesus is our life so be encouraged beloved and just know that God's on your side he's watching over you he's keeping you and whatever you do walk in love with one another Jesus says love one another as I have loved you And by doing so, the world will know that you are my disciples. So whatever you do, beloved, walk in love. Because faith works by love. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith works by love. Walk in love and have faith in God. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net, 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.